Welcome back to another episode of Gangland. I'm your host, Scott X. In this episode, I'm basically just going to be telling you some stories. It's just me, myself, and I. So I'm just going to have some stories I came up with. Well, not came up with that I remember from my past. So first one is, this is a very interesting one. So it's um one day all the way back in high school. I think it was about um, junior, sophomore year. I met this guy. He was like one of those guys that didn't care about life at all. Like he, he just didn't care about anything. Like he was just like he was drugged up, just trying to be drugged up all the time, mostly weed. But this one time, uh, we were in the cut. It was like it, we weren't skipping. We weren't skipping class, but we were just basically being late to class on purpose to smoke weed. So we were in. The, we call it the cut. It's like it's basically like this. Um, you know this walkway you know to get to school but we used to use it to smoke so we were in the cut smoking and then this guy <laughs> he was like have you ever tried salvia and i was like no and he was like no and then he was like wait i heard of that before and i was like he always he was like I always wanted to try it. and he was like and then the other dude asked me he asked him if he wanted to try it. he was like yeah and he asked me if i wanted to try it i was like fuck no because <laughs> he basically described it as it was like fake weed they used to sell this stuff and uh, i think they used to sell it in like um uh gas stations as fake weed and stuff and but you smoked it <laughs> it was just you know made in the fucking lab i guess or someone's fucking basement but who knows so he tried it and like after he smoked he took one hit one fucking hit and he smoked it and this dude this dude just became a full-on and i mean full-on retard like he was just completely mentally disabled like first off he started he was like leaning up against the gate he leaned up against the gate he fell on it he started to slouch over and slowly started to slouch over and started he just fell and he was drooling out of his mouth. And everybody was just like, what the fuck is happening to him? <laughs> it was just like, Jesus. Like, it was just, it was a full-on trip. Like, he, like it, was, it was just ridiculous what this guy just had going on with him. Like, he was just, he was just completely mentally disabled for a straight five minutes. And this only lasts for five minutes. That's it. Just five minutes. He just became a full-on retard for five fucking minutes. He didn't have any control of what was happening to him. He couldn't control anything. He was just gone. <laughs> and he was like, I wish I can describe it to you better because I wish you can just see what I saw. It was just crazy what happened to this dude. I was like, what the fuck? I am never doing that shit. Like he was just gone. Like he, it was. I, if I, I would, if that was me, I would have been embarrassed because he was drooling all over himself. He couldn't stand up. He couldn't do anything. I was just like, he just looked like he was just gone. I was just like, wow, this kid is, wow, he just got nothing going for him. And then, and then he was like, there's a 50% chance that you die from this shit. So it's like, you flip a coin, you could, he could have died just right there. He could have just died. We all could have witnessed a death. And it was just a whole 50, 50% chance of you dying off of just one hit off of that shit. So don't do salvia. And just don't do any new type of drug because these shits are really will fuck you up. Like who knows what long term shit that happened? Like what? How? Like you know that affect him long term? You know. So I mean, anyway, he's just a dude that you know ain't really got nothing to do. I wonder what he's doing now. He probably not doing anything. He's probably doing the same old shit, <laughs> just a different day. But you know, that just goes to show. I mean. 
high school isn't that important. I, if you're in high school, I just recommend just get through it. If you're not into school like that, just get through high school. Because a lot, like, there's some people I know that didn't even finish high school and, I, and they're struggling to get a fucking minimum wage job. And the minimum wage jobs are so fucking easy to get. Like, it is ridiculously easy to get. Like, how can you fuck up getting a minimum wage job, you know? Because I, like, I, I hated school. I fucking hated everything about it. Well, besides the social aspect, but I hated high school. It was just like, I just used to copy papers, guess, use the internet. <laughs> like, I was so glad I had the fucking, I had a fucking phone to use the internet. Just copy all the answers from Quizlet and shit. Quizlet saved my fucking life. I've, I always, I always, I always pass classes by the skin of my teeth. I only passed the classes that I needed. Anything else I didn't give a fuck besides gym. Because obviously I was active. I, I, I liked being active. Unless it was basketball, then I fucking hated it. But, you know, <laughs> that was fucking life, you know. High school was just a very, uh, it was very volatile for me. I, have, I think I've talked about some stuff on the podcast before. I just look back in the episodes. But it was very volatile. It was horrible and it was great. And it was horrible and it was great. And it was horrible and it was great. You know. Anyway. So yeah. Don't do Salvia. Remember that name. Salvia. Never do that shit. Okay. Especially if you're either by yourself. Or just don't do it. Period. Because you literally have a 50% chance. 50% chance of dying. Literally. Off of one fucking hit. So. Yeah. (laughs) It just goes to show. Make good decisions, all right? I know if you're, like, one of those people that feel like you, you can't see your your future, like, what you can't even imagine what the hell you're going to be doing after school or anything. I was that way. Like, I literally, when I was in high school, I literally couldn't, I literally couldn't see what my life was going to be like after school, you know? And then I tried to get in the military and couldn't get in the military because of gynecomastia. <laughs> Most men probably have it without even knowing that they have it. Just look it up if you don't know what it is. So, after that, I was just like, I went through this eight-month-long depression. This hardcore depression. I, I didn't have a job for a whole eight months. Luckily, I was young. So, I didn't have any bills or anything. But, like, it was really depressing. Like, I felt like I went through a midlife crisis at fucking 19. Which is crazy. You know, I felt like I had nothing ahead of me. And I was so fucking young. <laughs> I was so fucking young. And now I'm like, I'm, I have my trade. I'm a welder. Uh, I'm doing this podcast, which I'm trying to grow now. For the past two years, I was just, I just been doing it. But since it's like the thing I've been doing the most and the longest, I'm gonna stick with it now. And I'm gonna scale it. Okay, I'm doing this for you guys. Okay, I'm trying to help as many people or you know get to as many people as I can. You know, entertain and I'm gonna entertain you and teach you all right even young or old i don't give a fuck you can always learn something from someone even a homeless person like you from a homeless person you can know exactly what not to do with your life some homeless people like some homeless people were just kids that just got uh, kicked out of their foster home those people probably need help because they you know they just never had anything going for them they were always just you know neglected because obviously if they get kicked out of foster home they never got picked so, or or not in foster home, whatever, whatever it's called, you know, where uh, parentless kids go. I don't know, probably foster home. But, you know, shit gets crazy. Like, only homeless people I, that you probably shouldn't help are the people that literally just fuck their lives up. That literally just fuck their lives up. Only people that need help are the people... 
Like, the people that literally just fuck their lives up, they need inspiration. All homeless people need inspira- inspiration. They don't need your fucking handouts, okay? They need inspiration. Because if you give him... You give him some food for the day, he just has food for the day, okay? And you're gone. You're not going to give him food the next day. You, that's it. You need to inspire him to do better or her. Because that's the only thing that will save them. The only person that can save them is himself, you know? It doesn't matter if you're a socialist or anything. That shit's not going to save him either. It's probably going to make him worse. Not to get too political. By the way, fuck socialism, okay? <laughs> fuck socialism. Because... If you're one of those, you know, college kids that think, or a person in general that thinks socialism is going to save everything, socialism has only worked for countries that didn't have a lot of corrupt politicians and had a population under 50 million. America is not going to work for America because we have over 100 million, I think way over 100 million. And we have a very diverse population. Very diverse population. There's just too many people with problems to just blanket and give them a big ass blanket for everybody. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. It's not. And then, you know, uh, then you're gonna have. It's not gonna be United States anymore because we already have like Texas trying to trying to fucking um, separate themselves. I hope they do because if they do, I'm gonna move to Texas. Because I don't, I do not want to be a part of this fucking um, becoming commie ass fucking America. Okay, I do not want to be a part of it at all. You know, it's fucking stupid. Okay, and if you're like, okay, why, why is socialism so fucking bad? Well, look at Cuba. Look at fucking Cuba. They were just like us. They before they started adopting all these commie fucking. If you don't know what I mean by commie, communist, all these communist fucking ideologies. They were great. They were all happy. They were all prospering. They were all fucking happy. And this is like in the 1950s. And then, uh, what's his name? I forgot. Everybody knows his name, but I just can't think of it right now. He came in and started doing all this communist stuff. And they couldn't leave. They couldn't start a business. They couldn't do anything. Okay? They couldn't do anything. Anything you can do in America, they couldn't do shit. And that led... And that led to them. They literally couldn't leave. Like, the way people leave Cuba now is on a big-ass floating piece of plastic. Okay? They have to float across the fucking ocean to get away from socialism. Now, people have to float to get away from socialism across the ocean, by the way. The fucking ocean. Then it's obviously not good. And if it doesn't work for a small-ass country like that, and then why the fuck do you think it'll work for a big ass country like America? So it's just like I want to stop the fuck out of anybody that thinks socialism is gonna work. Now I get capitalism isn't perfect, but it has a way better track history, track record than fucking socialism. Okay, the only countries that socialism works for is fucking um, Norway and Sweden because I, I, they have just a completely different people. They're they don't they barely have any diversity. I mean, I'm sure there's only white people over there, and <laughs> not just not racist or anything, but it's just, I feel like there's barely any diversity, there's barely anything over there, and it's just like, and nothing great comes out of Sweden, by the way, like, tell me one thing that comes out of Sweden, I actually want you to tweet at me, ask six is how many, if you can think of one great thing that comes out of Sweden, or Norway, okay, and I'm pretty sure their fucking military is shit, so their security is down, so if they, if they, if they, 
guy that's a problem with a bigger country, they're fucked. <laughs> or, you know, a country that focuses more on military, they're fucked. So, and then, you know, you can bring up China. China used to have socialist views, and then they had a, they, and when they dropped their socialist views or ideologies, they're, they had, um, they lost, I mean, they got rid of 80% of their poverty. It was 80 or 87% of their poverty. So I hope that changing your mind for your thing of socialism is going to fix everything because I, I just want to stop the fuck out of people that do. But it's not. But anyway, <laughs> into like less serious topics. Well, not really less serious, but this is actually a good transition because people think socialism is going to save everything. But, and I'm going to tell you that, I'm about to tell you with this story that nobody's going to save you. Okay, nobody but you can save you. And I'm going to tell you this story that happened to me like a way long ago, back when I was in fucking um, Christian school. And they took us to this little Christian camp or whatever in in the mountains. You know, it was just all... I thought... <laughs> if you asked me back, there, back then, I thought I was going to lose my fucking virginity. But I didn't, obviously. But... Because, you know, you're away with your with the girls in your class, and you're all away in your cabins and stuff, but it wasn't like that at all. It was like, you know, it was fun, though. I'll give them that. It was fun as hell. But anyway, we... First, well, let me just stick to this one little story. They had us do a whole bunch of crazy stuff, like some very adrenaline junky stuff. Like, we had to do rock climbing all the way to, like... It was, like, it was definitely taller than a building. Like, it had to be at least six stories tall of course we have harnesses and stuff but it was scary as fuck like one of my classmates she didn't do any of that stuff she was just too busy crying herself she was too busy crying all the fucking time i'm like bitch you're not even on the fucking wall why the fuck are you crying like what the fuck (laughs) you're not even on the fucking wall or anything but i'm not even talking about the wall right now i'm talking about this fucking we we had so it was like this little course all the way up in the air so we had to get to the real course, we had to climb a telephone pole. Yes, I said a telephone pole to get to it. Just to start, okay? Just to start. We had to climb all the way to the top of the telephone pole. And then, you know, it's just like, it was basically like one of those um, shows. Uh, I can't even think of one right now. I want to say, not last resort. Not really, I don't know. But it was basically just a course. And you had to, like, you know, there's ropes. It was like a, a zip, not a zip line, but like you had to walk across a rope. And then it was a very long time ago, so I'm having trouble to remember it. But, and then you had to jump across these little like pads, like leapfrog, but all the way up in the air, like at least six stories up in the air with a harness on, of course. So when I got to the, when you had to walk on a rope part, I fucking fell. And I was like, I started to panic. I didn't cry. I started to panic. I was like, help, help. I can't get the fuck back up on the rope. And then, like, he, and this dude, the dude that's, like, you know, overseeing all of this, he's just sitting up there staring at me. He's just like, you can do it. Do it. Get up, get get back up on the rope. And I was like, help. And my friends are, like, telling, screaming at him to tell him to help me. Everybody's telling him to help me. But he's just sitting, he's just standing there and kneeling, just watching me, telling me to, to fucking just get back up on the rope, get back on the rope. I was like, okay. Eventually, I'm just like, after I, I just calmed down a little bit. I'm just like, okay, fuck, he's not going to fucking help me. And my classmates are starting to catch up because we were all going simultaneously, just like run after, one after each other, basically. So he's starting, the dude behind me starting to catch up to me. I was like, hey, fuck, I can't look like a pussy. I'm not this little bitch at the bottom just fucking crying herself to, <laughs> crying herself to death. 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to just fucking do it and calm down. So I start slowly start to get back on the rope. And I'm hanging, by the way. I'm hanging. Midair, I'm just hanging. And I'm just like, okay, I have to get back on the rope. Got back on the rope. And I'm just like, shit, that was... It was just... Like, I wish I could describe the feeling. Like, I was... My heart was beating out my fucking... Fucking body. It was fucking crazy. Because you just sit... You're a kid, and you're like 60 feet up in the air. Just trying to get back on this little-ass rope to walk across it. And it was the last thing, by the way. Everything else is like easy relatively uses the rope was the fucking hardest and even climbing up the telephone pole never climbing something that fucking tall in your life and you just see all your friends do it so of course you got to do it you see your boys do it so you got to do it right so you just climb up the telephone pole was hard enough scary enough <laughs> I was just like, and then you gotta be walk across this fucking rope 60 feet in the air that was fucking crazy dude so moral of the story is nobody's gonna fucking save you okay you gotta save your fucking self and that taught me a valuable lesson back then and i'm glad i remember it now because it sure as hell helped and i'm glad and then i guess they try to i guess they low-key try to teach you this stuff back then it's just like you gotta really save yourself at the end of the day nobody's really gonna help you and if they do they can only help you so much because you know give a man a fish he can only eat for a day uh, teach a man how to fish you can eat for a lifetime so that's the moral of the story right there save yourself if you're going through some shit right now you're the only one that can pull yourself out of it honestly i don't care how deep you are how fucking far you are you're the only one that can pull yourself out of it at the end of the day i don't care how hard it is still you're the only one that can save you and so if you're sick of it if you're sick the way if you're negative mindset you're sick of you know all these bad thoughts you're sick of being broke you're sick of being hungry all the time you're sick of not having a house you're sick of living with your mom you're the only one that can save you all right and get through it and get through it it's possible people have done it i'm doing it you know i've done the whole mindset thing i've done the whole mindset change i'm actively working on getting out of my mom's house i got me a little trade and if you don't want to go to college i'd recommend just go to trade school to either be a mechanic electrician a welder, a plumber, and all that shit. They make good money. They make good living. Now, the mainstream media won't tell you that because they all they want you to go to college like everybody else and get in a whole shit ton of debt and, and increase that debt bubble that America's in. Why are there so many fucking cops in this fucking neighborhood? But yeah, it's, it's crazy. So yeah, if you don't want to go to college, I recommend just go to trade school. It's like I only went to trade school for nine months for welding. Nine fucking months to make $40,000 a year. Okay, just sit on that for a while. Okay, sit on that. <laughs> take it in, take it in, take it all in. All right. So, yeah, ain't nobody gonna save your ass, cuz. And just get on your grind. You know, think of what you really want to do. Just try to build a foundation. Like, see yourself already at the top of like the life you want to live, and just try to think of the foundation of what you need to start to get that life you know like mine is iron man basically so what the fuck do i need to learn how to be iron man or at least close to him first let's just analyze who iron man is all right so iron man is a playboy philanthropist billionaire an inventor okay let's start with philanthropy okay and these billionaire philanthropy go together because you need money to be a philanthropist, all right? 
So how the fuck do you make a lot of money? Okay, you listen to people that have made a lot of fucking money. Which is cute. You listen to people that have made a lot of fucking money. You learn from them. You let them mentor you. You listen to them. You do what they say you to do. And you do, you take their habits and you take their mindset. Alright? And then you start. Now, how do you start? You get a you get a nice little paying... You get a nice little income stream going on either whether it's a job or a high, high income skill itself. Alright? I recommend just getting a good job. <laughs> like a trade or something. It'll be easier that way if you're not you know, a natural salesman or whatever. If you are, if you're a good salesman, then fucking, I'd go into that, all right? But, yeah, so, develop that high income skill, get a side hustle, and invest. And then wait. <laughs> and then just keep doing that for years. Probably take you 10, 20 years, depending on how you do it. And if you're starting a business or, you know, an investor, catch trends early. That's what Ty Lopez you know told me and if you're like if you're wondering who to listen to i recommend ty lopez gary v bob proctor grant cardone start with those four definitely okay so okay back to iron man okay so he's a billionaire that's a billionaire philanthropist part solved playboy okay obviously you know what that means you know being able to get a lot of women getting woman you want romance basically so what do you need to get high quality women? First off, you need money. Second of all, you need confidence. Third of all, you need to be clean. You gotta have swag. You gotta have, you know, that stuff. If you don't care about, you know, how you look, then guess who's not, guess who's fucking you? Not you. So you gotta worry about that stuff. <laughs> so, you know, unless you are fucking yourself, but that's not fun, right? That's not being a playboy. So you gotta develop your confidence. You gotta develop your self-image. You gotta you gotta learn how to talk to women. You gotta you gotta learn how you gotta learn what they want and their needs and how to treat them. So that's how you do that. So you know again, get a mentor for that or listen to videos, listen to people, and try to listen to the right people. Um, basically, people with track records. Only listen to people with tra- obvious track records. All right, because if you don't, then you're going to get all jumbled up and mixed up and shit like that. So that's Playboy part solved. Inventor, okay? Now, he can't just invent anything out the wazoo because he, he, because he can just do it. He can't just put stuff together. He learned skills to do stuff like that, all right? He learned welding. He learned uh, AI. He learned... Um, Electric, electrician, like you know, wiring and stuff like that, um, engineering and stuff like that, you know. And he he excelled at it, you know. So he learned all these skills. You really gotta dissect things like this. This is how you, this is how you, you know, build your future from the from the ground up. Okay, this is you gotta dissect it. So whoever you look up to, dissect the person they are, and start with the the bottom start at the bottom with those things okay you know start at the bottom and you gotta you know work your way up like how i just broke it down start with all the things i just broke down and build your way up to you know how they are at the mastery level okay and that's how you really do that if you're confused or whatever um yeah i think i got everything solved right there yeah so you know hopefully that provided you some value in your life 
you know i really just trying to help you guys out and entertain you at the same time i, I really want you guys to tweet at me any questions or uh, or any like you know comments on the podcast tell me how good it is tell me how bad it is you know what i should do better what i should do more all right so tweet tweet at me at six is how many uh i think i'm gonna start recording this because i got i got the i obviously when i do those zoom calls if you couldn't tell those are zoom calls what those you know people i fucking interviewed or whatever i think i'm gonna start uploading videos to youtube and so stay tuned for that when i do it i'm gonna launch it or whatever but anyway on to the next topic i mean this is a very um uh, this is a very uh, i guess not sensitive story but it's like it's a I guess interesting story. So basically, it was like I was in high school, not in the actual school, but like at you know that during that time, and we all and there's this party at a hotel that my friend you know wanted me to take him to, and so he went, and it was it wasn't it wasn't like a party. It was more like a kickback. It was it was good fun, you know, pretty fun. And I walk in the door, you know, his classmates or girls that I used to talk to, not really. But he used to be friends with, but they're really like you know these uh, the little loud ghetto girls, you know. I used to you know be friends with in middle school and outgrew them. They were in there. I didn't talk to them though. They were there, and then all my other friends were there, and it was a good time. We all smoking, you know, drinking, having a good fucking time. And then all of a sudden, uh, one of those girls from middle school, you know, loud one, the the loudest, you know, ghettoest one of all, <laughs> was like. Um, she was basically trying to get this dude that threw the kickback and this other dude that, you know, showed up eventually, but he was outside waiting on that dude that he was basically you know, trying to get the dude that throw the party, go outside to fight him because apparently like he robbed him or something like that, or he jumped him and st- stole something from him, I guess it was a robbery. And he was like hesitant at first. He wasn't trying to go outside. He wasn't trying to go out there. And everybody was just sitting there, you know. Obviously, it's a very small hotel, so everybody's like, you know, sitting around watching and listening. <laughs> and eventually, he just he was just standing there. I guess he was like, you know, hesitant. Kind of, I guess he knew subconsciously what was about to happen, but you know, <laughs> foreshadowing. I guess <laughs> what I was doing. But so we ended up all going outside with him. Like the whole entire. Pete, everybody in the hotel went outside. <laughs> it was like, I guess it was like 30, 20, 30 people. And so, uh, there was two dudes outside waiting on him. And they were like, what the fuck is this? Because it was 30 of us walking out with him. <laughs> 30 of us walking out with him. And then he was like, what the fuck is this? And then he like, he like flashes his gun. One of the dudes flashes his gun showing that you know if y'all try some shit that you know you're gonna get blowed down or whatever <laughs> so you know i was like we all like we're not scared or whatever so we just stood there and then waited for them to fight so they started so it was two dudes that had to fight one dude two dudes one through the party and then one was his friend because they both jumped the other dude that was friends with the guy that had the gun hope that's not confusing so he the dude that would that was with the guy with the gun and had to fight the two dudes that um through the party or whatever so they did i guess the um i would say i guess i would say um the dude that got jumped initially that started all this won i guess i don't really remember i guess he won but eventually <laughs> things escalate very after they done fighting the dude um all you hear is a like, click click 
of the gun i was like where the fuck was that because i like i lost track of where the deal with the gun went i was like hopefully it's not like i, I was so confused I couldn't see I had the hood over my head so I couldn't see behind me I was like I was looking around where the fuck it was so I started to like you know walk away I say I just see everybody run and walk away fast I was like hold it where the fuck is the dude with the gun <laughs> where the fuck is the dude with the gun and then um so I like I kind of ran away a little bit not like full on ran I walked fast away and then I ran a little bit because I was like I don't want to be even close I don't even know what this dude is so I'm like I'm like all the way across the parking lot and so I see the dude with the gun, like robbing. Um, uh, he had he was like robbing my like one like an acquaintance of mine. Uh, it was not it was not the dude that was like you know fighting or whatever. It was I guess those two dudes got away. And then so he was like he was like he had his shirt. He was like, holding the gun up to him. He obviously <coughs> the dude with the gun obviously was the killer because. The guy he was trying to get was, you know, actively trying to break away from him. So if he was a real killer, he would have shot him. So, yeah, and then, like, uh, my friend friend, oh, yeah, my other friend was there. Um, he he saw the dude, you know, getting robbed or whatever and trying to break away. So my friend goes up to the dude with the gun. He was like, wait, 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 that's my man's. He was like, he doesn't know the dude with the gun. So he was like, wait, 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 that's my man's. And then... The dude with the gun was like he looked at him. <laughs> he he just he forgot about the dude he was already robbing. He didn't get anything from that dude. And then he goes to my friend. He was like, you know, he <laughs> he robbed my friend, but I didn't see I didn't see all of that. I didn't see after that. Like I didn't see him like taking all his stuff or whatever. Because I ran into the hotel. I was like, oh shit, I'm definitely not getting caught up in this shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna not get. And I was like, okay, like I see my friend get robbed, but obviously I don't have a fucking gun, so I'm not gonna help him. I can't help him. I'm not, I'm not fucking stupid. I'm not trying to get my shit taken, you know? <laughs> and then, and then eventually, like when all that's over, like I'm waiting in the lobby, waiting for my friend to come in, and, you know, hopefully he survived this shit. And I hear no gunshots, so he survived. And then he comes in, he has no shoes. He has a big ass knot on his head because I guess they hit him with a gun. I guess they jumped him a little bit. So I was like, "Shit, dude! <laughs> like fucking hell, dude!" And he was like, "So basically, I asked him like, why the fuck did you do that?'" And he was like, "Because my friend had the dude. He was talking about the dude that was getting robbed first. He was like, because he had a whole bunch of weed on him. I didn't want him to take all the weed." I was like, "What the fuck, nigga?" what the fuck <laughs> like jesus christ so i was like why would you do that like nigga now you ain't got your shoes now you ain't got your phone now you ain't got shit and all that nigga was about to lose was his fucking weed so eventually you know <laughs> i had told my friend other friend that I came with that my we're all we were like we're all friends with each other that um my friend got robbed and everything and he ran down the stairs he ran down the hotel and we all sit in the car trying to help him get his shit together he wasn't crying or anything but i had to let him use my phone to call his parents and stuff to come pick him up because i guess they took his keys too because he drove i could think they took his keys but they didn't take his car which is weird but you know they took all his shit i was like wow dude like i would have never done that like you're my friend and all but i wouldn't have helped like if, like, if I don't have a gun or anything, like, compatible with his situation, then I'm not going to help you. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know? Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I don't Like, it's unrealistic to do some Taekwondo in his ass when he has a fucking gun. Because, first of all, I don't know Taekwondo. 
and first, and then the second of all, I was way too far to even sneak up on them in time. So I was just like, you know, I can't do shit. You know, so that was that story. Um, you know, that shit was crazy. Like, so it was just like, in essence, don't even like I gave us his friend, but it's just like it wasn't even fucking worth it, dude. All he was about to lose is his fucking weed. His phone, he didn't have a good phone or anything. Like, it was a, it was a shit-ass phone. Everything else was shit on him. So, it was just like, what would he really... He, all he would have really gotten was his fucking weed. But here, you lost your fucking Jordans. You lost your fucking everything. So, it was just like, what was the point, you know? Uh, hopefully, he doesn't listen to this episode. I mean, I just not got named names or anything. But, you know, it was, <laughs> it was like, I just... He... I, you know, I don't think he's even proud of that story. So, it was just like... It was kind of, it was just honestly just kind of dumb. It was honestly just kind of dumb. So, um, yeah, moral of the story is don't help your friends. <laughs> oh, I got a fucking package. Yay. But, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the end of the episode. But if it's not, it is. It is. It's not. So, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I'm your host, Gladex. And I'm out. Stay tuned in the next episode. Might have a guest, might not. Who knows? Because, you know, I just kind of freeball all this shit. So follow me on all social medias. Either, I don't know if I... Actually, just follow me on Twitter. Tweet at me, ask at six is how many. It's number six is how many. And I'm out.